0: cold wet weekend of NPL comes to a conclusion we record the first 13 minutes twice, my mum gives us a ring and Bran goes
1: "Ooh,
0: ladies and gentlemen it's episode 23 of the Semi Pro Potty Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 23 of the Semi-Pro Potty. I am your host, William Chambers, who was good enough to find out what episode number we were up to this week. And this week, I'm joined to my left this time. by my mate, Branson Gibson. How are you? I'm very
1: well, thank you, Will. How you doing, man? Very good. That's good. How's life on the right side of the microphone treating you so far? I like it. Yep. Um, it, it
0: shouldn't feel too different because it is still my bedroom. But um, I like it because it's got this great thing about it where what would normally happen is in around about five minutes time, you would bump the Google Home speaker mm. and trigger it to start talking mid-podcast. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm here and I've got spatial awareness, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Oh, I can't wait for you to
1: accidentally trigger it. That oh, would just, be, that'd so be so good. It would yeah. be really...
0: Even I would just... Hang I'd, just be, going, yeah, yeah. I'd be there and just go, ah, <laughs> sucked in. Yes, so I like this side of the desk. How are you going over on the left?
1: Happy? Uh, On the left is good, you know. World from a different perspective. Mm. Classic football movie, you know. Swapped flanks, swapped wings, swapped sides. Bloody listeners wouldn't have even noticed unless we said it. Change in formation. So it's a very exciting... Great. Google Home's not going, off. my mum is calling me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, is so, that, that is
1: so good. G'day, mum. What we said before? We should, we should actually get my on the podcast, You should actually we? answer, you know. From there well, didn't we say that a few weeks ago, that if someone happened to call us while we were recording the podcast? We were going to have to answer it. I'm yeah. going to let that.
0: It's already gone through yeah. the message bank. Sorry, and Will's mum. I know it'll be one of those great mum message bank ones where she just leaves a message to say, just me calling. <laughs> and I'm like, you're yeah, great, I've got a missed call notification, mum. Like, you yeah. don't have to leave a voicemail. Or, or the
1: classic, oh, hi, it's your mum. you go, yes, I'm aware of that. Caller ID did come up. Thank you, mum. Classic.
0: On the topic of parenting, I'm going to parent this podcast and get us back on track. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, because... Good move. We do it with KitBag every week. Oh, it's, it's definitely a staple. And yep. I'm just going to jump in there very quickly because I have no chance in hell of winning KitBag segment this mm-hmm. week. Because you've got a worldie. I've also got a jersey from the world, but... Yes, you do. It's less steeped in in a nice little anecdote that you have. I'm wearing the Yokohama F Marinos kit from 2016-17. I wore it because this week I miss Japan a lot. Yep. Love to be back in Japan. And also, um, Ange Postacoglu had a little bit of a sideline stouch on the weekend. Not a stouch. Like, he just was a little bit... He was a bit Angie, was mm-hmm. he? What did yeah. he do? Oh, no, it was just like a... Anything
1: know, anything over the top? No,
0: not at all. It was handbags at 10 paces, but... <laughs> I just miss Angie Postacoglu, so I wanted to bring that back into our lives. Um, and it's a beautiful kit. It's oh, absolutely. Adidas kit. It's got the blue and white sort of slashes across it. It's very lovely. Yeah, um,
1: I think you have undersold it a little bit. I think you've worn it before, but it is very nice. I like the blue, the dark blue, the sash, sort of ripped tear look. I like the logo, too. They've got a really good, like hipster
0: boat anchor yep. logo i'm very yeah, happy with it yep. um branson though that's my part of kit bag done what have you got
1: well i am wearing a fresh addition to my personal kit bag collection fresh off the rack hot off the rack even hot off the rack absolutely so got it today uh i'll tell you what it is and then we'll go through the backstory it is a bocca juniors kit so i I'll be absolutely honest, not too sure what year it is. And it's always hard to tell with Boca because they've got, you know, a bit of a template that they like to use and they they often uh, operate within. So hard to tell, but it's classic dark blue. It's got the yellow band across the front. Pretty iconic stuff. Uh, I like this one as well. It's got the sponsors on the arms, Huawei. It's got a number and a player on the back. I believe it's number 10, who is Edwin Cardona.
0: Oh, but of course, one yes. of my favourite Footballers, He'd he, he
1: be in my top three favourite Colombian, Colombian one, footballers yeah. who happen to play at Boca Juniors. He's in the top yeah, three. Yeah, nice. All right, I'm going to cool. say that he's in my top 450
0: footballers because I reckon by yeah, the good. time I've listed out 449, mm-hmm. this will come back
1: into my head. Yes, good, good. Well, so jumping back to the kit, I quite like it. The thing that I like the most about it, though, is I got it today and it was a very special op shop acquisition. Amazing. So, you know... I wasn't even... So I went into an op shop today, Sydney Road in Brunswick. Wasn't even looking for football kits because... you
0: don't. Like, it's really hard to find good football kits op shopping because... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe people don't get rid of them or maybe, like, people don't take them to op shops. They Mm -hmm. just, like, let them sit in the... Ceiling the attic. Yeah, That's the oh, I'm looking yeah, for. yeah, and it's just like every time I go, it's just knock off Manchester United kits from Bali.
1: Yeah, yeah, Or sort of like old, really old, like training shirts from yeah, MPL yeah. clubs, sort yeah. of, sort of stuff like that. So I was in the op shop for something completely unrelated and just thought, yo, know, you know, like I'll have a gander see if there's anything good in there, you know, for kit bag, and it just turned out. But this Boca Juniors kit was there, and it seems pretty legit. It's a Nike kit. It's got the name and the number on the back, sponsors, and it cost me a cool $9. That is obscene. It's a bargain. It's my size as well. So I'm loving it this week. Yeah, it's a
0: good fit. It's everything. I'm very, yeah, I've just, I've lost kit bag for another week. And again, I don't care. I'm just angry that you win again. (laughs) That's the thing that really upsets
1: me. Well, I will be honest. This one, I got lucky. Got lucky, I
0: reckon. Yeah. Do you know who didn't get lucky, though? Who did not? Uh, I was going to segue into the South Melbourne 1 and Melbourne Knights 1
1: game, but no one got lucky. Well, what if we segue into we all got lucky because we all got to enjoy another beautiful week of NPL Victoria football? I mean, that's now regressing
0: back from the segue into the game that I just did, but yeah, sure, let's go with oh, that. But I thought we were talking about segues.
1: Anyway, we were. So, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful week of football. First game we're going to talk about though, South Melbourne won, Melbourne Knights won. How was that? Better segue? I'll be honest with you, yeah, it was
0: great. Yeah, good. Right right. Woo! Ten, 10 points Gryffindor. Um, South Melbourne won, Melbourne Knights won. Been through that score already three times, mm-hmm. but it was actually a really good game. Um, it kind of had everything that I like in football in the sense that it was a an end-to-end game. There were early goals. There was bad weather. There were missed chances. Some good saves in there as well. And just had a nice tempo to it. I think when a game has a good tempo, it, it's like 50% of the battle pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have something that we really like, Branson. Yep. Very early goal. Ooh, and it. I'm not talking like a couple of minutes, mate. No. I'm talking even in the ruddy highlights package. The whistle goes And they don't have to edit anything To get to the first goal Because it's 18 seconds in That's so quick It's so quick Salidos <laughs> Gets on the end of it uh, 18 seconds in Amazing And you're like We have been treated here Yeah go on Well my favourite <laughs> Just so you- Branson, I was about to jump into the next little bit of this, but Branson has just panicked, started pointing at himself. You can say what
1: you want on well, the well, podcast. I wanted to chime in without cutting you off. Yes, you thank know? you. So Please I was trying to, trying to be polite there. Anyway, that's sort of become redundant by the fact that we pointed this out. But anyway, the thing that I wanted to say about this goal, the thing that I liked, it was sort of, I don't think the Knights had touched the ball. So South, yeah. so South Melbourne kicked off, then they sort of hoink it forward, win possession, forced to a light balls in the back of the net. So the Knights, 20 seconds in, haven't even touched the ball, and they're down a goal. and yeah, it just does it. Yeah. But it is one of those great ones where it's like you have now legitimately
0: got all of the game minus 18 seconds with which to equalise in. Yes. And yes. they did. Did a solid 10 minutes, one second later, mm. Award, who I really like at the moment. I think he's great, along with Salados, you know, two very good mm-hmm. footballers at different clubs. Um, Awad, equalised, 10 minutes, 19 seconds into the match. But then after that, it was an absolutely torrid... Well, not torrid, I would say it wasn't a torrid first half by Knights. It was an outstanding first half by South Melbourne. Because they just had chance after chance. They were getting in behind with ease. There was some really beautiful play coming out of midfield into that forward line. Um, it, I think probably... They probably had four or five chances in the first half. But two of those like Giltesh. But no score. So they went in 1-1. Halftime break. And I'm sitting there going... "Ooh, this, Is this going to be a game of two hearts? Where Knights come out of the sheds and dominate. And either score or don't score. Um And to be honest with you, the second half was pretty even. I think Knights, the thing I would say about Knights in the second half is that they came out and they probably had the most, the easiest chances of the second half that they didn't capitalize with. I think both teams had similar chance, like similar number of chances in the second half, but Knights had like two sitters that they definitely could have scored. Right. Um, And didn't. And it was this sort of game where both teams definitely could have got three points out of it. But neither team did, and it sort of made me think that neither team really deserved to take three points out of this. And if we put this into the context of the season, these teams are now both sitting, I think, what, like ninth and 10th? Uh, very close, yes. Yeah, on, ninth, ninth and 10th on the table, and... There's some teams moving around them with quite some gusto, and I'm just wondering, I I don't think either of these teams are going to make the finals.
1: Well, I think the thing that'll really hurt the Knights, because I quite like the Knights, but mm. we know they had a three-point deduction mm. for some off-field stuff. That hurts. That hurts a lot, because that three points at the moment puts them at the bottom of that finals chasing pack versus, mm. versus the top. And if they're on the top, they'd be within a win of, of a final spot, so... That's sort of coming back to haunt the Knights already. But yeah. I mean they but beat even Ab- then, they so also beat Avondale last week, so Yeah,
0: but I mean like, again, that's not hard for Knights. Like I know oh, this Apparently is, not. Yeah, yeah, I know that's like a kind of a ridiculous statement to say, but it's like Knights will turn up against Avondale. We've learned that. Like they've done it in the Cup, they've done it in the league. Um but just, you know, you've got to win the you've got to win other games. You can't just beat the top of the table and automatically make it into the finals. Um but it's not the question I'm gonna to throw to you, Francis, as whether or not these teams are gonna make the finals. I want to throw to you. In the fictitious scenario that we have our own football club and you have got a choice to make
1: between signing Award and Salidos, what
0: are mm, you feeling?
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm feeling initially. I feel that that's actually a really tough question, a really good question. Yeah. I will be honest and say I'm not too sure. I don't know with certainty who I'd take because I like both of them. I like mm. Salidos. We've sort of seen him in like last year when he was at Northcote, you know, trialed with the Jets, and he's been good, pretty good this year for South. Uh, but then, you know, like you take a look at a what a great mid-season pickup for the Knights. I think yeah. he's played, played seven games, really had a big impact. I think he scored three goals in those seven games. Bunch of assists. Could have scored a couple more, a couple of chances. Right, to yeah, my he's, he's, he's just yet. been in the thick of
0: it. Like yeah. He's in and around it.
1: I'll be honest, I'm leaning towards a what? The one thing... Though that I'm not too sure about is Salas. We sort of we, we know what to expect from him. Like we've mm. seen him play last year and, and, and the, yeah. yeah, and this year. And so we sort of know what we're going to get. You know, with a wad, only seven games in the MPL Victoria, and we've sort of seen with you know like Avenel their hot start. It does take time for for teams to sort of catch on and make adjustments, mm-hmm. and then you know when they do, players or teams or whatever start to slow down. So I think that might. Might happen with a wild, but I just think he's more exciting. To be, to be frank, yeah, that's so. It's a <sighs> weird one because
0: Solidos you're right, on paper absolutely stands out, but I, I would pick a wild as well because I, I don't know. I get the same feeling. I've got the same feeling watching a wild as I got with, um, I got with uh... who's the guy from Melbourne City? Azani. Azani, yeah. That same sort of mentality just to get the ball and go forward, back yourself, mm-hmm. and he's got that explosive pace, that explosive energy, and just that. That mindset, like, not saying that Saladas doesn't have that, but I, I don't know. I just get that X factor feeling from a and so yeah, that, that would be who well, I would grab in there.
1: I, I, I reckon I'd take him as well. Awad well, I, reckon, I reckon. I mean, but to be sick but to be fair, Saladas, I, I think he's good as well. I mean, I would both. Absolutely, I would. <laughs> for me, for me, I would say Awad just, mm. just, but also with a little bit of an asterisk of. Can he do it consistently? Yeah, can he do it for more than seven games?
0: Yeah. Um, Do you know who can do it for more than seven games? This is the worst segue ever because it just in no way relates to seven games. Avondale 3, Hume City 0. You went to that game on Saturday, Branson. Tell us about it because
1: this segue is terrible. Well, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you said it, not me. So I like it. Anyway, so this was a massively important result for Avondale. I don't think we can understate it we probably can overstate it, sorry, but probably are, but yeah, no, but it was, but it, was it was massive. Uh, action-packed start though. Hume City had a chance to take a lead uh, in the first minute, not quite within the first eighteen seconds, Salida style, but I think it was about forty-seven seconds in. Anyway, moving on, uh, had a chance to take the lead. I think it was Hewitt who had a shot uh, just from the top of the box from a cutback. Unfortunately for for him and for Hume, the hot, uh, the, hot the shot went straight at. Avondale keeper Chris Oldfield. And to be honest, that turned out to be Hume's best chance of the game after that. I mean, best chance within the first minute, didn't create a whole lot after. The rest of the game was all Avondale from then on. I mean, Avondale responded very quickly. Sakaya, Ahmed and Bolin all had chances within the first 10 minutes. So they responded immediately after that early chance for Hume. Uh, Michael Weir made an absolutely phenomenal save for Hume. Uh, Liam Boland found himself in space, six yard box. ball got to him, looked destined to tap the ball home, but Michael Weir just made a superb reaction stop, somehow kept it out. And last week you were talking, I can't remember which game it was, am I being Tyson? For Green Gully, uncertain, but made a great potentially made a great reaction save. I'm gonna
0: say, I can't remember who made it. But yeah, yeah it and like, I, I loved it.
1: And you were saying that you know, save of the year contender. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily a save of the year, but the thing that I liked about that, we were talking about how it was a reaction save. How you just see ball, you react. This was like that. But the other thing that I thought was that Weir's positioning, like his mm. goalkeeper brain, put him in a good position to then enable him to make that great save. So I thought that was very good. Uh, unfortunately, though, he couldn't keep Avondale at bay for much longer. Uh, Tosuku Sakaya eventually found the back of the net. Uh, Stefan Zinni had a shot that was well saved again by Weir, but the rebound fell straight to Sakaya, who just tapped it home from, from close range. Avondale went up 1-0, uh, sorry, carried that 1-0 lead into the break. After halftime, a second-half grace from Liam Boland, Stitched it up, and to be honest, I just thought that this was pretty much the perfect result for Averdale. It's sort of like just what the doctor ordered. I mean, they looked comfortable, they played well, they put the game to bed, which is something that we saw that they didn't do against Gully. They went up a goal, they weren't able to add a second or just sort of take control of the game and really put a stamp of authority on it. So I thought they did a a much better job of that this time round. Hume City I mean, they just sort of struggled. They just—they didn't really do a lot for me. They had a few chances, but like they were just sort of like, not opportun- opportunities, sort of like half chances, not guilted, should have scored. So I mean, full points to Avondale, in my opinion. And I mean, I just wanted to ask you and see what you thought. How important is this result for Avondale? Because I personally think, I think it's huge. After mm. back-to-back losses, Bentley chasing him, Harderberg potentially closing the gap to within a point. How big is it? Am I overstating it, or is it as big as I think? I think it's
0: big in terms of if you look at the fact that Hume are a top team this year. You know they're a very good performing team. Mm-hmm. I think this fixture is only as good as the next two weeks. If Abenau go on and win two two more game two games in the next two games, yep. then this is important because this is the game that triggered that sort of momentum shift. But if they just get one and then lose the next two, then I don't think it's that important. You know, like, it's a weird one to say, because they're out on top, and they're, what, like five odd points clear or something.
1: Yeah, well, but, they're five, it's weird, because they're five points clear. But we're talking
0: about them as if they're sort of like, or like struggling well, and, and they're
1: struggling well, they... for form but they're not struggling for league position or well, like goals or anything they're playing really well but here's the thing that's super weird about it is, so they're five points clear of bentley they're seven points clear of heidelberg but heidelberg have two games in hand so heidelberg we're recording this mm-hmm. on a monday night they're playing kingston tonight you would think they would win mm-hmm. so that drops it down you to... would really think that would win yes <laughs> yeah so that drops it down to four and then oakley have a an... uh, sorry heidelberg have another game in hand against oakley who I mean, a, mm, that's a, a hard one. A t- it is a tough one, but again, you would think Heidelberg would win that. So if Heidelberg beat Kingston and win that game in hand against Oakley, that seven point gap is now down to one yeah, point. It's not that so hard. it's sort of a bit deceptive. The good thing for Amador, they got the runs on the board. We're saying Heidelberg could close it to yeah. one point if they win, but that's a big if. Yeah, you know. So my gut feeling is
0: it is a big game, but I think you know we're at the point now where they kind of probably need to reverse that form that they've had over the last month of you know dropping points. Is when it they 7-0? Probably, yeah, yeah, when they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the ball is now in their court. Ah, oh, say said, ball is now in their field or penalty area or something. I don't know. Yep, so oh, it's good. in both. Yep. Yeah. cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> they they really need to like grab this end of season by the scruff of the neck and make it their own because I think if they bottled this. People will talk about it. People will talk about it as if, like, oh, yeah, Ababelle, you know, just, they start
1: but Yeah, well, they did that last year. They can't ice a bloody cake. No. Do you know who can ice a cake? Yeah. You. I can. Yeah, you can ice a cake. And do you know what you'd write on that cake in coloured frosting? 100%. I'd definitely write Bentley 2, Altona 1. You betcha, you would. You betcha. <laughs> oh, good segue. <laughs> Love it. Um... Yes, anyway, so tell me tell about this game. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Away from cakes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the
0: Great British Bake Off podcast. Um, no, so Bentley to Altona one and to be honest with you, I think in the context of this season this is actually a really big win for Bentley because mm. Altona was sort of making that push for finals and I probably expected a draw out of this. Um but you know, it's a big win for Bentley, it keeps him in touch. Touching distance of Avondale. Um, obviously, they'll get leapfrogged by Heidelberg eventually. Um, but it was a very good win for them to get in what was looking like a bad bit of run of form for them. Mm. I think they had what? Yep. Back-to-back losses. Yeah back-to-back, yeah, back-to-back losses. I mean, they've sort of been getting wins and losses, not like eking out draws. But like, you know, if you look at it over the course of the season, have still got good form. But two losses on the trot. It was starting to look a bit bad. But it was a massive first half, if I'm honest with you. Um First 30 minutes, end to end. And it was great saves from both Scott and Vit- Vitikangas. Yep. Vitikangas. Yep. Um, great saves from both of them. You know, really good goalkeeping performances. Ironically, though, the first goal was definitely saveable. Um, Thurtele from distance. It just sort of went straight down the middle. I'm not sure if it took a bobble off the pitch or a deflection off a player. But, um, yeah, definitely one of the more saveable chances of the first half. Um, Altona then atoned. For their mistakes. With some lovely footwork. Uh, out wide. Which set up. Uh, Gasparis. And that took it to 1-1. Um, but. Shortly after. Things that we always talk about. Thurtell popped up again. Scoring a second. And that gave Bentley. What would go on to be the winner. Before the halftime break. So we really had a. You know. When I said that the first half was massive. It was. Pretty much all the action was packed into that first 45. Um, but. It was a great game from Um, You know saw him score two goals for Bentley, but it was some of the also some great work from Tyson Holmes. Um he created a handful of chances himself. So that was probably the biggest takeaway I took from this was probably Tyson Holmes's performance. You know, it sounds wrong not to give Thirtle the sort of man of the match, but I actually thought Tyson Holmes was very, very good. Um in terms of the table though, Bentley in second, five points behind Avondale, Heidelberg with those two games in hand behind them. You never know what can happen from those. Heidelberg could get one point out of that, at which point Bentley is sitting pretty in second. Mm. You know, it's, it's one of those ones where y- you can ex- you can pick what those two games in hand are going to be, but, you know, Bentley-Greens, they're staying within touching distance, and most importantly, what this win gives them is it gives them daylight between fourth. Yes. So I don't mm. think Bentley are going to finish lower than fourth. I think Green-Gully you are going to lower fourth. than fourth. Yes. Yes, cool. correct. Now, just double-checking, yep. I mean, yes, correct. Um... And so, that's sort of... I think for Bentley, that's a really important three points because it it probably cements that top three spot. You know, like, I don't think they'll win it from here. No, I'm not going to say that. No, I think they probably could do something really interesting in the late part of the season. But Bentley... um, Altona, sorry, are still in the finals fight now. So, they're eighth and... It's just a sandwich down there. There's like three teams either side of them. You sort of mentioned before how Melbourne Knights got docked points and that's definitely had an impact on sort of their position and, and putting them a little bit higher up in the table. But um, Branson, I want to ask you the question because I think we sort of said, you know, Bentley Greens look top three cemented. Altona though, will they make the finals? What are your thoughts? I don't think so. Okay.
1: I'm going to, I'm not. Nah. Okay. I don't know. Now that I've said that, I said no to you pretty... said no really quickly. Uh yeah, but now I sort of think about I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to I'm going to say no. I just think there are better teams around them who are more likely to make the finals mm. than them. I think I've, there's four of them in that sort of chasing pack you have Port Melbourne, Altona, South Melbourne, and the Knights. The four of them are separated by a single point. See, that's the thing. I actually so, reckon out of that Altona magic, not the worst. No, I'm not saying they're the worst. I'm just saying I I can see the Knights. I, 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 I think of those four, for me, the Knights are the most likely to make that jump. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Port Melbourne, maybe. Hmm. Uh, South Melbourne, maybe. I, just, I, I don't know. I, I just think the other teams are more likely than Altona to, to make that leap. Very that cool. makes sense I mean one team that we do
0: know Is going to make the finals anyways Is Green Gully And one team that we know Is not going to make the finals Is Pasco Vale mm-hmm. Branson you had a look at this game What was the score What happened Tell us all
1: Well it was Pasco Vale Nil Green Gully One So another a
0: Riveting fixture Yes
1: another unfortunate result For Paco uh, Green Gully Got off to a great start Early goal for Alex Salmon uh, He was wide open As he galloped into the penalty area Met a at his feet, tapped at home as easy as you like. To be honest, though, thought from there the gully would just sort of run away with it. You know, pile on a second, third, fourth, fifth, you know, yeah. just sort of bury Paco. The classic
0: Paco kind of scoreline.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, it didn't happen. To be honest, though, it was a pretty bloody boring first half. After that, I think at halftime, Paco had only had one shot in the Mm. first half and Gully had only had three, including that one goal. So it wasn't exactly the most riveting first half. There was more to talk about, however, in the second half, but not necessarily because of any goals, but because of some red card drama. Go on. First red card to Gully keeper, Jared Tyson sent off straight red card, bit of a uh, classic mishap at the back. I think there was a an attempted header back to Tyson. Left him a bit short. Wasn't quite enough on it to get to Tyson in the penalty area. He came out to claim it. Paco player touched it past him before Tyson could get there. And then Tyson uh, sort of pulled him back, tugged him, brought him down. Mm, uh, it's probably ref- a red. Yeah, it probably is. I mean, to be fair, though, the, the touch was quite far away. And there was another gully defender. I don't know who in the area. So I don't know if I would have said that it was a clear hundred percent goal scoring opportunity, yeah. But definitely red card worthy. So he got sent off. Unfortunately, though, for us, Gully still had a sub left. Lazy.
0: I would have still put an outfield player in goal yeah. and just saved the sub up for like an attacking winger.
1: Yeah, why not? Yeah, love mm-hmm. it against Packer. You know. <laughs> yeah, actually, I
0: wonder if you were if there was going to be a fixture in the NPL where you were like, you know what, fuck it, just put centre back in goal. It would be Packer.
1: It probably <laughs> it probably would. <laughs> Probably would be so unfortunately we didn't get to see another outfield player in goal which you know and the listeners know we bloody love but Paco after the red card reinvigorated after the setting off they had two great chances to equalise including what was a scorching blast from George Jopolis absolute shoe rocket belted belted, goldwood smashed into the crossbar great strike though great chance Uh, There was another goal. Another goal was not another goal. Another shot that was dragged just wide. More late drama, though. Second red card. Matthew Fletcher also sent off a goalie right at the death. This one, I'll be honest, was really weird. So he was already on a yellow card. He'd gone off the pitch to get treatment for an injury. Mm. There was a stoppage in play. I think it was a corner. And he tried to come back on to defend the corner. Of course, Gully would have wanted that. But the referee, I don't think, had invited him on. So told him to get back off and gave him a yellow card. I don't know for disobeying his orders for sort yeah, of time, maybe oh, time it's wasting like, or something. Just the game and don't send people off for that stuff. Like I, I, I don't know. I, so like this could just be ignorance on my half and not knowing the rules. I don't know if it was a, a, a stone cold yellow card. Anyway, it turned out to be the second yellow. So Fletcher goes. So Guppy are now down to nine. Men. This did come in like the eighty-eighth minute, so yeah, pretty late on. Not though. Time no, no, no. But you know, Paco knocking on the door, a few set pieces, but they couldn't capitalise on the two man advantage, lost one nil. Gully, good result for them. And a question for you. So you said at the start in your neat little segue, the Gully seemed destined for finals. When we get there, come finals time, how much of a threat do you think Green Gully are?
0: Um, Look, I actually think it really def- depends on the draw. Uh, we've seen them put in some really good performances this year,
1: and they look they look good on paper.
0: They look really good on paper, and to be honest, with you, even off paper, like they put together good performances. But you just never know. Well, they're definitely a strong team. Yeah, but yeah. also, like you said, you know, they probably should have put three or four past Paco here. Yeah, like it, could it's, a, yeah. it is really a walk in a park going to Paco yeah. these days. Um, and so, look, to be honest with you, it was a cop out response from me, but. I think it depends who they get. Like, I have a of feeling if they got like a Melbourne Knights or someone, they'd probably be fine. But if they got like a Heidelberg or even like a Hume, I'd be like, you know what? I, I don't
1: rate them against them. So well, it's it's sort of funny you mention that because they're undefeated in their last seven, and in that streak they've beat Avondale and then drawn with Bentley and Heidelberg. Now I know a draw is not a win, but yeah. you know, like those are three very Formidable positive teams. Yes, yes very positive. Results against three of the top teams, so the stats essentially make me look like a moron. But in no, my no, no, gut, no. Well, it's I weird. do yeah. feel like
0: I don't know. It's a it's going to be interesting come final time because if they get to like the semi final or something, I wouldn't be surprised. They're definitely dangerous. I just yeah, think but it's do just, it. Just, yeah, yeah, it's just one of those ones where I'm, okay, I'm not going to know it until ten minutes into that game. Yeah,
1: wouldn't want to play them.
0: But no like, potential like, banana skin. Yes, Penet, potential banana skin as well. Was Oakley hosting Dandy City? Dandy City who are in a bit of form and looking yes. quite good, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Apart from the um, the Dandy Derby last week, they've got you know wins on the board out of their last six odd games or something. What have they got? Well, they didn't win their last six in a row, but no, I've... they've got points out of the last six, which is far more than most. So anyway, we get sidetracked.
1: Seven, but eight, Oakley,
0: yeah, nine. Bloody hell, yeah, nine seven, games, eight. I think, yeah. Um, anyway, Oakley put three past them and looked absolutely unfazed in this game. Very impressive win by Oakley Cannons, have to say. Um, and it's an unsurprising win when you look at the form of Oakley. We can talk about the points that Daniel City picked up, but Oakley, that's five wins from their last five games. I can't think of any other team in the league that's gone on a run like that.
1: Well, not, not, Not other than, well, yeah, other than Avondale to start off the year, but that is... That's mammoth,
0: and I think they even the even outside of the five, they got some draws in there. Like they, it's been a long time since a loss for for Oakley, um, and they're looking really good. It was a bit of a dull first half. There was a scrappy goal that was bundled home by Govan to give Oakley the lead, um, but that was the only major event from the the first half. And it was a bit of a bit of a dour game. Like Tandon on City really didn't turn up. If I'm honest with you. Um, but another goal for Oakley Put them 2-0 up in the 55th minute I think it was like Lucic From a handful of yards out Again, not like a classic goal One for the ages But Looked like there'd be a little bit of a spice In the tail of this game Daniel City pulled it back to 2-1 Through Topolovic um, You know Started to sort of look like it But we see it time and time again You score a goal And you concede on you know, A matter of minutes afterwards Um Lugic popped up again two minutes later and that pretty much took the to 3-1, sealed the points for Oakley. Um, but Oakley went on to create, you know, after that sort of 3-1 scoreline, they just went on to create chance after chance. And Dandy City were probably lucky not to concede more, you know. I think they probably escaped a little bit of a drubbing there. Um, but Oakley are now in sixth with a game in hand and they're starting to put some crucial wins together. You know, that, that five wins... And well, no losses in, like, what?
1: Well, just look, undefeated in their last 10 games. It's absurd. Their, their last loss was to Appendale ages ago. Yeah, and so we look at that from a sort of a form running into the sort of tail end of the
0: season. I think they're the informed team. Oh, 100%. And you sort of look at where they are. So they're 6th. Um, look, Dandy City, they're in 11th, and they're 6 points clear of Pascoe Vale. So I think they're sweet at the moment. Mm-hmm. But... We know Oakley are charging into the finals. Oakley will make the finals, as far as I'm concerned. Like Unless something drastic happens from here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Oakley are in the box seat to lock down a finals position. Um, but Branson, that's sort of bottom end of the table. Yeah. Are Dandy City going to stay in 11th?
1: Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I reckon. Uh, well, as you said, that six-point gap to Paco, I don't think they're going to get caught. There's been no indication from any of the bottom three teams that they're going to, you know... Uh, leap up and sort of show something to try to put pressure in dandy city. So I definitely don't think they're going to be caught from behind. Could jump ahead. I just I don't know. I just I don't I just don't think they will.
0: Don't think they will. Um there was a bit of a surprise one though. I I didn't think this one was going to go ahead. I mean maybe I did. Port Melbourne 3, Dandenong Thunder 1. Port Melbourne Pretty good win. I know Danny yep. and Thunder yep. are not like a formidable opposition, but yep. they've probably got enough to scare teams at this stage. Unlike Pascoe Vale and Kingston City at the bottom around them. But tell us about this one.
1: Good Port Melbourne game. What well, was entertaining, and I thought it was—I thought it was a pretty par result for both teams. So you know, good result for Port. Sort of what we'd expect from Danny Thunder. There was plenty of plenty of attacking in this game. Plenty of shots. Both teams found the back of the net in the first half. What was I saying? Completely lost my train of thought. Uh, 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 put me in the bin.
0: Saying that they were first half. first oh, half. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry. 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 Both teams made it one-one in the yep. first half. Brandon Barnes. That's where I was going. Brandon Barnes scored again for the Thunder. That's his seventh goal in five games. He's been absolutely he has been on, outstanding. Yeah. On fire. Too bad for him though. His team has been the opposite of on fire, which is what. Not on fire, which is submerged below the ocean or something, lacking oxygen. Oh. You need all oxygen for fire, yeah. Ah, cool. Emission source, fuel, and oxygen, yeah, and not water, not water, yeah, good. Anyway, so Danny Thunner, <laughs> Danny Thunner in no, not in conform at all. Uh, that continued in the second half. Port had two goals. First one was scrappy, but the second was a bloody bolter. From good Goodoy, he hit the back of the net. Oh, sorry, he didn't hit the back of the net. I reckon that strike hit the back of the net. I mm, had, had a radar gun. Hit it at a million kilometres an hour. That's fast. I didn't have a radar gun. But it I wonder def- what the terminal velocity of a ball is. Uh, what? He broke it. He made it a million kilometres <laughs> no, an really hour. No, whole idea is you can't break it. No, but he did. <laughs> that's, 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 that's how good his strike was. Anyway, God absolute scorcher. 3-1 win for Port. Uh, result doesn't do dandy a world of good. I mean, they still hold a relegation... Sorry, they still sit in an automatic relegation spot. Uh, just goal difference behind Paco. So, I mean, maybe that's going to go down to the why we fully anticipate that. Port, meanwhile, leading the chasing pack. They've moved up to 7th. One point, we said before, separates Port, Altona, South and the Knights. We kind of spoke about it a little bit earlier. Yeah. And, so, without sort of trying to get back into too much of what we've already talked about. Of those four teams who do you think would be the most likely to make finals? Because you mentioned Yeah, I think, I think
0: it's Altona. I think at this stage... Still? Well, Port, like, we, we just never know. Like, you never... I still don't know which Port is going to
1: show up anyway. I think, I think the key is all four of those teams are flawed.
0: They are flawed, but I actually think Altona's probably got a little bit... a little bit more consistency to them, and I don't think, like, being a... I don't think getting, like, a, the odd cheeky win here is going to get you through. I think if teams are just not... Like, if you're getting draws and wins and the old loss over the rest of the season, I think that's what's going to get you into the finals. I just have something like Knights are just going to put all their eggs in the FFA Cup basket, not going to win. South Melbourne, just I just have no idea which South Melbourne's going to rock up. Like, mm. they could surprise me, but Port, I'm just like, again, I don't think they're going to get enough points. And for me, it's just kind of like Altona. It's not, I don't think Altona's got like this really like, guilt-edged chance to go through. But I'm just like, I feel like they're going to screw it up a bit less than everyone around them. Right, Yeah, Which is a really sad thing to say. Um, But, yes, yeah, so I would say is going to be the one in that pack to make it through. Now, last week, there was also a game that we were sort of covering towards the end. That was Kingston versus Paco. Mm-hmm. The big relegation battle. And Paco won 2-0, which, I mean, wow. You know, it's a huge win for them. Um, Kingston, they're just
1: going to have to get points from better teams than them now? Sort of, And that's the problem, yeah, because, like, you look at Paco, you go, that's a team that they maybe, no, not should, but very easily could have been, and, you know, just sort of puts them behind the eight ball. They now have to get it done against the top teams. And speaking of getting it done against the top teams, they are taking on Heidelberg live tonight.
0: Right so, now. Well is it currently kicks off at eight thirty? No, 830?
1: it kicks off at eight thirty, so it's now yeah. currently eight twenty four. Yeah, so we'll so I give think... an
0: update at the end of the at the end of the potty, but mm. I mean well, look that, we yeah. could probably give an update now and say it's a three nil win to Heidelberg. Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think so. <laughs> you'd really think so. Yeah. Um it could be eight.
1: Who knows? Um,
0: Branson, W M P L.
1: Yes, yes W M P L bit of a wrap up from the weekend, so another tough loss to our favourite team, Southern United, losing 9-0 on the weekend to Bulleen. Bulleen are very good as well. They are quite good indeed. Uh, Calder, United, and Alamein both won two. So all the top three teams getting results there. Uh, a Heidelberg win and a South Melbourne loss means that the Burgers are now just a point behind South.
0: there's actually a very big win. I know it's South, of sort of, South have got one of the better better WNPL teams but Heidelberg
1: a big win well they're now just a point they didn't beat South but Mm. they won so they're now just a point behind South in the race for the last final spot so I mean that'll really spice it up a bit yeah a little bit a little bit you know keep keep uh, something interesting going on there otherwise Box Hill held to a draw uh, they are five points behind South with five games to go. So it seems unlikely that they'll yes. make the finals. But, you know, South of Heidelberg either could make it.
0: Yeah. But, you know, that, that league table, apart from the finals race, is looking like a foregone conclusion. South are down. Senior NTC will finish. Second from bottom. I am quarter have run away with it, really. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Ladies and gentlemen, that does us for the review section of the show. Big one this week. Join us back in a couple of minutes for the more light-hearted middle part of the potty where we just chat shit really, don't we Branson? Yeah, about that. Yeah, love it. Alright, talk to you guys in about five seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to part two of episode 23 of the semi-pro potty. Where we take a look at the world of football. We've gone through all the NPL, all the results and everything that's going on there. And we'll sort of turn our gaze to a broader spectrum here. Kick it off every week with our segment, That's So Semi-Professional. Things that are a little bit mediocre, probably a little bit shit from the world of football. That could Mm. probably be semi-professional in nature. Um, I'm going to kick it off this week because this is a bugbear of mine for the last decade of me. Hang on, how long? I fourteen years of liking football. Wow, Puma jerseys. Oh yep. hate them. Why? Hate them. I just ah. think they're so shit. Yeah, like to be honest with you, I reckon I've I can't even think off the top of my head of one Puma jersey that I've seen that I like. And the Manchester City kit deal mm. has now gone to Puma. Yep,
1: yeah, yep.
0: Yeah. And I am just like I am not having a bar of it. You like, I, I saw the man like the Melbourne
1: City one's got these white collars on it. What did you say? Did you say a bit of a segue here? But did yeah. you say Manchester City's new? Yeah, it's gross. The, the, no, not their home kit, their third kit. Oh, okay. No, go on. It's, this, I'm, could, I'm, this could really derail the segment. No, it could. Just Google it. Can you just I fucking Google it, Branson? Don't scroll the screen. Here. Oh, my just, gosh.
0: Oh, my God. Manchester you like a child, but don't tell us what you're typing. Okay. <laughs> mm. Hang on
1: a minute. So, it's loading. If Will's internet was a little bit better, it would load a little bit quicker. It's so bad. Don't at me. Yes. not my fault. So, for those at home, so they've gone for the classic sort of dipped in paint look. So, the very top is fluoro yellow, Mm. and then it's dipped in fluoro pink, and sort of fluoro yellow to fluoro pink, and then black to fluoro yellow socks. So, that's a Puma kit. So, what do you think of that? Oh... I can hate it, but I actually can't like it at the moment. Yeah.
0: It's quite good. But anyway, by yeah, the vast Puma, majority, yeah. I absolutely despise Puma kits. And I hate that Manchester City have jumped onto that because now they're going to just sort of... Melbourne City, I think, are on Puma kits now as well. Yeah, they are. Uh, and I, was, yeah. I just don't have time for them. I hate them. Yeah, I just...
1: Not very exciting in they my... Piss me.
0: What pisses me off is when they do the, like, um, African national team kits. Yeah. And then just give them, like, a standard kit. They just put no thought into it. I think Puma is the... Puma is the lazy person's kit design. You know, no one's really doing it great anymore, but like Nike yeah. used to be pretty good, but like Puma shit me to tears. Yeah, fair call. Fair anyway, call. A <laughs> little bit of tirade. Yeah, no, that's good. I like Didn't it. make it into the things we liked segment. No, funnily, no, funnily, enough. funnily enough, yeah, good.
1: Um Bran, what have you got? Well, so one thing that I saw and just sort of going back a little bit, but it's the uh, I didn't talk about it last week. Don't know if it was on. Anyway, uh, Copper America semi-final: Chile versus Peru. So Peru were up three nil in this one. They won three nil, made it through to the final. Uh, so Chile were of course down three uh, nil in the ninety fifth minute. Though they were awarded a penalty. <laughs> Thanks to VAR, uh, your favorite, favorite, your your favorite thing, and then so Vargas for Chile comes up down three nil. Rodrigo about to, Vargas, I uh, don't think it was <laughs> Rodrigo. Don't know, but it was someone Vargas. Anyway, comes up down three 0 You're about to be eliminated from the tournament. So what do you do? Goes for the Penenka penalty and it's saved. And it's yeah, just right. like you're looking at that and you're going, "What the shit is that? Like that? Like what are you? What are you doing?" Like you just have mean, a look at my, that and you go, that is absolutely not the right time to go for a penekka. Like you just look like a spanner. To be fair, you look like a spanner any time a penekka save, but when you're down three nil, if I'm a Chile fan, I'm going just bloody blast it. Put it just, tr- just don't fuck about with it. Put it like low and in the bottom oh, corner, just like s- with pace. You don't. Well, it just sort of sums up Chile's effort in that game. You know, a bit shit and a bit limp and a bit straight at the keeper. I was gonna try and make a pun about Chile in there, but I've got nothing. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was I thought that was extremely semi uh, semi professional. What else did you think was semi professional? Mine was fresh.
0: Mine was a bit too fresh still. Yep. And it's the cricket World Cup final.
1: <sighs> yep.
0: And so, for those of you who don't know, New Zealand England in the cricket World Cup final, and you think on paper England, hundred mm. percent. You think, New Zealand, you have you ever got a slither of a chance? Yep. Well, they took that slither of a chance. They did very well. They did very well. And the game ended in a draw. The yep. match well, ended a, in a draw. Ended in a tie. Yeah, true. Tie. Thank you. Yeah. So, obviously, being a World Cup final, there is a tie breaker. And yep. the tie breaker is a super, super over, yep. essentially, where they play an over of how many deliveries or something? Six. Six deliveries. Six. six okay. Yeah, it was. Um and the person who scores the most runs after that wins. Yep, and there were 15 runs scored in that By super. Bowl. By team. each team, yeah. so the tiebreaker didn't break shit. <laughs> yeah, and then they went back and they awarded it to England because they got more boundaries.
1: And oh, I'm just uh, like,
0: uh, I was just well, this is at four o'clock in the morning, mind you, and also Wimbledon's just gone to like a what was like that 14.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 14, 14, 13 yeah or something. Set. Yeah,
0: and I was like, I was already emotionally on edge, and then that happened, and I was just like, you know what? I'm done with sports. Sport can just
1: really do one right now. Yeah, and so like without turning into a cricket podcast, I don't know. That just seems like, to be honest, why not, not play like, another over? Well, yeah. Or I just, I just don't think the boundaries scored is a good stat to separate the teams on. Like, I would have thought the more obvious one would have been, like, fewer wickets lost. I would have thought, like, wickets lost would be more important than boundaries. Oh, my God. I just... like I I mean, and, like, to be fair, both teams knew the rules. So, like, I mean, it was fair in that sense, but it's just sort of, like, a bit of an odd one. And it reminds me, I saw... Like taking a football tangent It would sort of be like It reminded me of this thing That I saw a few weeks ago Saying that if goals scored From outside the penalty area Mm. Counted for double That Liverpool would have won the title And you sort of But you look at that and you go (laughs) And you go what? (laughs) <laughs>
0: I mean what? Like, oh, there's a bit of me that likes it because we all love a goal from distance yeah, but yeah. just the value that a goal has more value from distance is wrong like well, a goal is a goal
1: and that's exactly the same with boundaries deciding it so it's like saying a boundary is worth more than just four runs in general so it's sort of like I don't know yeah I'm with you where oh, it's Jesus just Christ. it's just a, a pretty cr- it's a shit way to lose it yeah, but I mean by the flip yeah. side
0: probably if New Zealand had won it in that manner I'd be all for it. I'd be like, what a sick way to do it. Any rule that, like... But I just think for New Zealand to get so close and for that to be the thing that I'm dozen, yeah. it feels very cheap. But anyway, congratulations. England will play you in the Ashes very shortly. And I'm very much looking forward to that series.
1: Yeah. Um, Branson. Yes, well, I've got two. So we are the semi-pro potty. Oh, we're, we're, semi- we're the semi-pro potty, both in name and in nature. And every now and then, something happens that reminds us personally of our semi-professionalism, and we are not immune from being uh, pointed out in this in this segment. Uh, not that anyone ever thought we were, but we're just, yeah. we're just putting out there that we are a bit shit. Yeah, we absolutely are. So the, we actually have a double whammy, and both of these have occurred in the last half hour. Um, so the first one I've got is semi-pro-potty, us, uh, sorry, very semi-professional, us for having to restart the podcast because we got what was it, 13 minutes in and realised that we'd hit record on the wrong microphone input. So yeah. it just wasn't going to work properly. So 13 minutes in, Will goes, ah, oh, shit, we got to restart. You go, yep, great, cool. Glad it was 13 minutes oh, in. Oh, 100 Also pissed off that it was 13 minutes in. Yeah, like, oh, it couldn't have been one. Well, how long the first... Segment went for forty odd minutes, so imagine if we got to the end of that and went, "Ah, oh, shit!" And then, oh, we talk- would not
0: have redone it. Oh, no, well, we, we would have just mixed it. Yeah, we would have been
1: fine. Yeah, semi-professional, yeah. by output as well. But anyway, so that was a classic, and the other classic was that we almost had a very, very special guest. We did on the podcast tonight, Your mum giving My us mum. A, giving us a call while we're recording. So we've got to. Love r- it. I think we've got to put this rule in play where if one of us gets a call. Yeah, from now on, 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I like that a lot. I'm willing to do that. Phone's on the table. Put it on then, speaker. Yeah, and get A, hello, how's it going? And then we just see what it could be. The sad be. thing of B
0: is my mate, we probably, our mates probably know when we record this, mm. so they'll like call us and then just be like, oh, do you want me to sign for your butt plug delivery or something? That it's is, like, yeah, great one, is, guys. That's
1: something you would do to me, which you have sort of done to <laughs> me when I was on Avenue right? And your Facebook messenger called me out of nowhere... <laughs> So I had my phone on mute, you know, but then of course I forgot to put my laptop on mute, but because it was a Facebook call, it came through because it's streamed live on Facebook live. So it rang through and you're going, what is going on here? Amazing. Man. But anyway, so shout, out to, shout out to
0: Will's mum. Yeah. Love my mum. Good mum. She's put up with a lot, really, was yep. not she? Um, yep. I don't have a random flag for you this week. It's unfortunate. It's in the run sheet. Um, <laughs> can't even think of one. <laughs> The um on. let's go with um no that's really thrilling really. morocco morocco easy one it is yeah, it's,
1: it's red with a green star well done branson you got morocco right well on the topic Actually, of morocco something that's oh no sorry, no, we gotta over. double check it no it is it's red with a green star it just is like i'm telling you bang yep cool well done, yeah love it anyway moving on things we liked Things we like. This is good.
0: Um, I Latin, saw well, it. Not, this yeah.
1: is a pretty
0: semi-professional one for me. I saw it on the weekend and I was like, I should add this to the run sheet and then forgot to add it to the run sheet. So I just got to completely... I've just. I've essentially got to describe to you what it was. And it's yep. a goal from halfway. So Lovely. a goal from halfway We're in the halfway. NPL. Yeah,
1: we, we, don't, sh- we don't like that. We love
0: that. Yeah, I saw it on NPL, on um, Twitter, and it was just outstanding. Um... Branson, however, is bringing up the live feed of the Kingston City versus Heidelberg United, and you'll be shocked here after three minutes, everyone. It is nil-nil. Mm, well,
1: Jerry Salada only took him 18 seconds.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Heidelberg could have scored, hang on, how many times does 18 oh, seconds go into three and a half minutes? No, <laughs> we're terrible at that. And this is just <laughs> even
1: trickier because there's 60 seconds in a minute and it's just going to throw in... a nah, No, no. Um, I'll give you a minute to talk about the next one that you liked, mate. Yes. So what I liked was op-shopping. It's Great, yeah. So okay. in gen- in general, like off shopping, so went off shopping today. Obviously, got this Bocca Juniors kit, which we spoke about earlier. Quite mm-hmm. like it, quite a good find. Another thing I got as well was a pair of boots, soccer boots, which is what oh, I was that's looking what you were for. looking for. That yes. was what I'm looking for because I'm playing a game of workplace lunchtime soccer tomorrow. Where are you playing? uh, Alexandra Gardens in the city. I am going to take
0: time off work to two foot you over a fence. Oh, you should. That would be an appropriate reaction. Oh, it'd be great.
1: So, went off shopping today and fan of gym you know when you go op shopping it's always tricky to go op shopping with something specific in mind because op shopping is very by name and by nature opportunity based so normally you find something that you weren't expecting that's great and in this instance it was the pocket juniors kit
0: i'm going to jump in with that as well because i too went op shopping on the yeah. weekend and
1: did you find anything well you did i found a pink shirt A 100% though let's just full discuss. this is not in any way shape or form football related but no, yeah but you
0: said you liked op shopping yeah was I, know, an op I know op shopping yep. you yep. No floodgates my friend Yeah
1: I know I'm saying well, Just for those Keenly tuned at home Going oh what yes. kid did will find Correct answer none
0: <laughs> um, So I got myself It's a pink t-shirt It was in the men's section And yep. not to you know Start gendering colours And everything No but we're not yep. it, Pink It's like a really Like salmon pink It's quite a light pink um, It's a pink t-shirt And it's got Belle From Beauty and the Beast The cartoon yep. version The original one Yep And um, Holding some tacos, and it just says Taco Bell, and I'm like, yeah. B- it's a very me shirt. It's a B me.
1: B E L L E. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a very me shirt.
0: It's got a bit of Disney in it. It's yep. a bit flamboyant. It's great. So yep. I got that off shopping. I was yep. stoked.
1: Yeah, well, we're both pretty happy with that. What's yep. something that you saw that you liked? I
0: liked in the Oakley Cannons' game. Um, I know it's not news, but it is kind of it's more impactful this week because so I think I was a bit of a simpleton. Um, Milos Yulic from Oakley Cannons. Sporting number 99 on the back of the jersey. Mm. Big breakaway from those heathens who always go for numbers that are under 30. Yep. You know, very rare that you see someone just bolting on a 99 to the back of their kit. So I liked that, more of it. Just ran like 87, you know, as if there was 86 people who had a kit number before you. You know, really happy with it. Um, also, in the Artona Magic game, I, I love overhearing crowd noise. Yeah, and not like uh, you know, not like a, a whole crowd singing and chanting together, but just like one person oh, very like, audibly clear over the yeah. microphones. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one guy; I can't remember which goal it was. Which was the worldy goal in the Altona game? Uh, I think it was the first goal. I think it was the first goal, and you just hear the guy in the crowd just go, "What a beauty!" And I'm just like, yeah, "It was actually a beauty, really accurate." Um, I think even the commentators actually called it out in the call, which is very funny. Um, and because you've got absolutely nothing else in the what we like segment so, mate, I'm gonna yeah. go for a triple threat here. yeah, controversial statement for an Adelaide United and Melbourne City fan to say, but I liked Marco Kurtz being unveiled as Melbourne Victories coach. Did you? Yeah, oh. Big fan. I think I think that is such a good appointment. and you know press conference, if I was a Melbourne victory supporter right now, I'd be feeling very good. Yeah. I think you, I think they've got a, they've always got good business off the park. I think they've now got a good manager and they've got a good clearing out of some of the deadwood. You know, they're now kind of a, a bit of a new club in my mind. So I mean poor, that first that first Adelaide United Melbourne victory yep. derby this year will be very spicy because of it. So I liked that
1: very good sorry i missed time to a sip of beverage just no that's fine now you were doing a whole
0: lot of clicking and searching while you're doing that yes
1: i have because it's not in the run sheet but what i like and so i was quickly trying to do a little bit of research but the thing that i like is the africa cup of nations don't think it gets enough uh attention or it does get a bit of attention anyway so the final is coming up and we are going to have senegal taking on algeria in yes. the final of the African Statue Omane nation.
0: has made it to yet another final yep
1: Great. and oh,
0: so oh you so angry when I bring Liverpool into so it. So
1: has, has Riyad Mahrez, who we yes. know scored a banger that clinched the title for Manchester City. So, so they clinched the title three years ago when they amassed that amazing squad. I'm yes, sure. uh, yes. Well, I just like the African Cup of Nations too. Are we going watch that? Are we can watch the final? Oh well, yeah, I don't know when it is. Where, can you find is out? Let's we'll watch,
0: watch it? It? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thursday, 5am. Oh. I will watch it. Probably not with you.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's incorrect. That's the third place game between Tunisia and Nigeria. That Saturday morning breakfast kickoff. Saturday I five a.m. Yep, could happen. We'll do it. Love it. Um. Anyway. I just like that both teams are in the finals. So, Senegal have never won the tournament. Algeria have only won it once. Mm-hmm. So, the thing that I like about it is, you know, it's some of those countries who aren't mm-hmm. nearly theirs, is probably what well, I'd call them. But... Yeah, the, the, I mean, they would have been thrown in there at the start of the year, as, uh, sorry, at the start of the tournament as chances. But, you know, when you've mm. got countries like Egypt, you know, with Salah, you've got Nigeria, you've yeah. got... Uh, so, yeah, other on, traditional powerhouses, Ivory Coast, uh, Ghana, and Cameroon, you know, like Eight, sort of your yeah. big African country. So, it's sort of someone who isn't quite them. So, mm. I like
0: that. Yeah, big fan. Um, that pretty much does us for part two. We're going to jump into part three very shortly, have a look at the games that are coming this weekend, and round off episode 23. So, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Two, part three, the preview section of, no, yes, the preview section of our Very same Professional Podcast. Sorry I lost my train of thought there because I Kingston have some City. breaking news for you. Kingston City have just miraculously gone 1-0 up against Heidelberg. This is ridiculous. This it is. This is bonkers. So, we're so just... Branson somehow managed
1: to make us not see the goal. There we go. Oh, oh. my God. Yeah, great. Yeah, well, how did that go in? So it was across from a wide position into a dangerous area, and no one seemed to, to touch, get a it. touch on yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. so across to the everyone. front post, there was a Heidelberg player, a Kingston City player there, both sort of went for it. Neither of them got it, managed to deep the goalkeeper, the goal, game with a goal scorer.
0: No. Has not been put up because <laughs> well, it could be anyone. In well, that again, pack. No, no idea. Even the referee's smiling as to how ridiculous this scoreline is. Well, but is the currently. goal scorer,
1: the ball's in the back of the net. He's going, does that count? Was yeah. that offside? Should I be celebrating? Reluctant to celebrate, but breaking news. Kingston City are up 1 0 against Heidelberg. Which will
0: be hilarious when they then go on to lose 6 1. Oh my god,
1: they got another chance here. Yeah, right? well, to be fair, they just tried in another cross. This time, the same things didn't work. Right. Anyway, so we can't on. do this yet. No, we We're can't commentate. Nope. For a good reason.
0: Um, Friday night this week, we kick off with Oakley versus Port Melbourne. Melbourne Knights versus Pascoe Vale and Bentley versus Heidelberg. And that one is tasty.
1: Oh, what a Friday night. That'll that, be a cracker. Oh, um, now, on so many levels. So, Oakley versus Port. Because we're talking Will Oakley, undefeated in the last 10. look like a sure thing for final. Will Port make it? I mean, this is a big test. If they want to make it, this is it. Prove a it, it. Also, big test. Melbourne Knights have
0: to be... Very beatable Pasco bale. Yeah,
1: but Paco, you know, desperate for wins. Gotta get something. No, they're not under the shit. But yeah, anyway. Well, nice no, 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 They're desperate for wins. I didn't yeah. say they're likely to get one. I yeah. said they just really want one. <laughs> Good boy. Uh, and then of course Bentley Heidelberg. Oh Need we say more. Oh. It
0: says it itself. It does. Anyway, Saturday. Uh, yeah, do you want to talk to Saturday? Yeah,
1: once? got four big games on Saturday. We got Green Gully taking on Kingston City, Hume City versus South Melbourne, Altona Magic taking on Dandy City, and then the Thunder. Taking on Avondale, love it. That Ooh. is pretty much the round
0: there. So, it look, is. I mean, match of the round. I mean, that Friday night's kind of got oh. that, the Friday night's stacked heavy. I have to be honest with you. It's probably a toss up between Oakley and Port and Bentley v Heidelberg, mate.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the other one that I reckon will be really interesting is a couple of those uh, those Saturday games. We're talking about those chasing teams. Who's going to make the finals? Hume City versus South. If South are going to make it, mm. this is a great win for them to get. Altona against Dandy City. A, a win, sorry, again. Both teams would want to win. Dandy City to make the finals. Altona to well. Yeah. I mean, who knows? So g- another huge weekend. Thank you for just listing out all of the games again and saying that. Oh, it could happen. Oh, it I didn't, well, I could happen. Nothing could happen. Okay. Well, I was oh. a bit excited. Oh. Well. A lot of the games have interesting implications. <laughs> a guess. lot of the games could finish in a win, loss, or a draw yes. in a number of varying combinations. Okay, so let me just retry that synopsis. There are a couple of tasty games on Saturday that could really heat up that that race for that final, yes. final spot. But,
0: Excellent. Got there in the end. But, match okay. of the round, what's your pick?
1: Uh, it's got to be Bentley Heidelberg. And if it wasn't, it would be
0: Oakley against Port Melbourne. Yeah, I'm saying Bentley Heidelberg. I think that is going to be a stonker. In the WNPL, we have got Calder versus Box Hill. That is probably going to be a pretty big one to Calder. You would think so. good, but Calder are pretty goddamn good. Um, Southern versus Bayside. Uh, Southern have got a chance to get their first win of the season, and by chance I mean probably no chance. Yeah, well, but a chance nonetheless. Exactly. Uh, Geelong, Galaxy versus Bulleen. South Melbourne versus Senior NTC, and Alamein versus Heidelberg. That Alamein-Heidelberg game will be a cracker. Yep. Um, And that's pretty much us done for this week's episode. Thank you very much for joining us. Um... Probably grateful that you missed the first 13 minutes that we originally recorded. feel yep. like it would be much better the second one that we did.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: Yeah, definitely. I am at Chambershire on Instagram and Twitter. Branson, you are at Branson Gibson on Twitter, yep. at Gibbo36 yep. on Instagram. You up, Ladies and gentlemen, keep talking to us on Twitter and Instagram. We love talking with you guys. We love doing this every week. Branson, you're pointing at yourself again. What do you want? Yeah,
1: just one final thing. As we tune out, Kingston City are up 1-0, so let's just go ahead and assume that they're going to win this game and then just survive
0: Kingston City maybe for finals yeah
1: ooh. ooh that was and ladies
0: and gentlemen that is <laughs> our new lead in and lead out sound for every single episode from here on out thank you very much for joining us for episode 23 of the Semi Pro